0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM.
1: 13,200 people participated in the Comrades Marathon this last Sunday. 11,700 finished it. However, only one person intended to run the race with a flag of Israel on his back, and that was Klaus Mokomola, a founding member of Africans for Peace and a former BDS member. Yes, you heard me correctly. Klaus was part of the Bits BDS movement at a time when they disrupted the Rishik concert at Bits University in 2013. He has subsequently been to Israel a couple of times and now aims to educate people more about the
0: nuance of Israel.
1: Klaus, welcome and thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me.
1: Klaus, firstly, congratulations on your excellent time in running The Conrads. Tell me a little bit about how you did
0: it was a rough race. It was a tough one. This was my second one, obviously. I did my first in 2019. And obviously I was a novice there. It was a first timer and it was an up run. So this one was a down run. And they just say it's a down run, but it's not really down run. There are a lot of heroes and it's also long and it's just raining and it's actually harder. But yeah, it was enjoyable at some point, and But also I had complications on the road. I got an injury and stuff like that. I had aimed for a better time. But I managed to do it, you know, at the end of the day, I managed to finish it in like nine hours, 28 minutes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely amazing. Really, anybody who does the comrades is, deserves to be congratulated. Just pitching up at the the line is really worthy of mention. And um, like 2,000 people almost don't make it. So well done. And again, mm. really good. Mm. Klaus, you were intending to run with the Israeli flag on your mm. back for at least the first five kilometers and mm. at the end. What
0: happened? So, um, obviously, I had planned to go with the flag and everything. So, I went there with the flag. So, I get to sort of consult. So, I consult my club, which is Standard Bank. ask about what I want to do. They said they didn't have a problem with that, especially the the committee of the club. And then then another person from the committee of the race came and said, look, actually, you can get disqualified for, for running with the flag. You know, even if it's any flag, you can get disqualified as long as you, you carrying it in your hands. What do you need to do if it's a flag? You need to check if it's political and stuff like that. So you can't run it like with the political flag. And even if you, you want to run, let's say, for example, there are people who are called, pace setters or the bus, uh, the bus riders so the, the, the ones who sort of who set the pace so you need to have it like a mini bag and you put your flag at the back and you, you sort of run with that so they said they wouldn't allow me to run with the flag if you say you're holding it in your hand or you're if you cover it for example on your neck and it becomes a cape it covers you so then you're going to get disqualified because it covers your race number so your race number is not supposed to be covered it needs to be exposed another thing is that you can't run it with it in your hand because obviously it's 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 a hazard for the other it's a danger for the other runners. So there were a lot of complications around that. So I needed to find ways to do so say if I want to run with it, I needed to find a small pack, put it in the like I have the backpack and maybe have the flag pointing up. So that's a thing. So cause Uh, Because I was going to get disqualified, I decided not to to run with the flag. But I could have actually run with it maybe in the middle of the race where there are no referees because in the beginning there are referees, in the middle of the race there are no referees. So referees are maybe at a particular point, maybe after 20 kilometers or after maybe 15, every 15 kilometers. So I could have done that. But I didn't have maybe people to sort of give me the flag in the middle. Yeah,
1: I know. It Mm. makes sense. Everything you say actually makes sense and complies Mm. with the rules. And Mm. it probably was the best decision, especially if you're in the middle of a race, to start fiddling and wondering about about flags. I'm sure by the time you get to the middle, you're thinking, oh my gosh, let's get to the end. But I think the point that you were going to run with a flag is as important as whether or not you did. Mm. And what made you want to do that?
0: Look, the topic of Israel and Palestine, it's, it's one of the main topics in South Africa. We know whenever an artist wants to perform in Israel, whether it's Black Coffee, it's Black Motion, or, or El Williams, Justin Bieber, uh, people always bring about that topic. Whenever Miss South Africa or is trying to visit Israel, it always comes. So my plan was sort of to open up the conversation. So I wanted to run with the flag so that you can bring about the conversation because I knew that it was going to spark the discourse, it's going to spark the the, the whatever discussion or, or, or a debate, so that's the plan so I wanted to sort of run with the flag and people can question why is he this guy's a South African. Why is he holding the Israeli flag? And that's when I get to sort of open up the conversation that, look, I'm a I'm a black South African and I support Israel. Here are my reasons why I support Israel. Here are my reasons why I believe South Africa can learn a lot from Israel. South Africa can learn a lot from Israel technology, Israel agriculture, a number of things. So the plan was to sort of open up the conversation to to the discussion on Israel-Palestine conflict.
1: Class, you you support Israel, but you're also critical of Israel. Yes, and you also support the right of the Palestinian statehood. Yes, so you you you've come from that side. You understand the rhetoric on that side. You understand also Israel has a right to exist. You've yes. been to the country, and you can testify for the fact that it's not actually an apartheid state. Yes, yes. what is the response to you when you talk about Israel when you get that opportunity?
0: So look, um, we we always make it a point that we educate people about the Middle East conflict. And it's always important for the general public to know that being pro-something doesn't mean you are anti-another thing. For example, we are pro-Israel, but it doesn't mean we are anti-Palestine. Obviously, we, we support Israel and also support the, the livelihood of the Palestinians. And we we believe that they, uh, the parties can sort of uh, live together with secure borders and with their own government and government that is actually doing things that all the gr- all the people on the ground can actually benefit. So the most important thing, obviously, that we 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 love discussing is to sort of uh, d- uh, to discuss way forward or solutions to the conflict and uh, to clarify why is us not an apartheid state because whenever we are met with Anti-Israel organizations—they love saying that you no, know, Israel is an apartheid state. They love saying that you no, know, this and this is happening. So, what we do sort of fight that, and that's why it's important to have this conversation. That's why it's important to sort of make people understand and to be aware of what's happening in the Middle East.
1: South Africa is very heterogeneous, yeah. and um, many people have a religious connection to Israel, cultural connection to Israel what were you expecting when you went to the comrades which is kind of out of the usual bubble it's just general you know it's a lot of different kinds of people coming together
0: look um i I knew that obviously it wasn't really going to like whenever I'm, i'm in this topic it's because a number of debates when it comes to this topic there's either the religious debate then there's um archaeological debate and there's also a political debate so with me i know that the political debate was going to open up that no, the government of Israel is doing this. The government of Israel is doing that. The IDF is doing that. That's another thing. So oh, another thing which I didn't mention, is actually I ran the whole race with the IDF cap. <laughs> yeah. I ran the race with IDF cap. And I remember on the, in Pantown, one of these guys was like, you ran the there? Why are you wearing the IDF cap? And I'm like, why not? Why can't I wear the IDF cap? So, yeah, um, I knew that me going to the Congress with the flag was going to sort of bring about the political debate. And that's the debate that needs to be had. And another thing that we're going to do is to sort of make people understand that, yes, is a democracy. And that's how that's what happens in a democracy. People sort of are allowed to criticize in a democracy. People are allowed to, to have discussions. If it was a dictatorship, you wouldn't be allowed to, to criticize the government. That's why people in Israel can criticise the government. People in Israel can vote against the government. You know, they can sort of uh, uh, vote for a new party. That's how democracy works. So I knew that was going to open up that. And I really wanted that. I wanted people to sort of discuss. I wanted people to come forward and have a discussion on this so we can sort of clarify each other.
1: I mean, the IDF is more of a political statement, I think, than the Israeli flag. And yet, I think probably you said one person commented yeah, because
0: okay. think- I wasn't I wasn't stopping, you know. So yeah, the, I think- only the only time, because I only stopped at like I only stopped at a six sixty one mark and the seventy eight mark. Then yeah, that's when it, there was a point where I stopped. And someone saw my cap. I was like, we running with the, and I, I suspect the person was was the Muslim, was the Muslim community, because that era is full of the Muslim people, so it's just an assumption. That,
1: yeah, no, I mean, yeah. the, the truth is probably not many people, South Africans would yeah. recognize it. I, I would yeah. imagine that the only people who would very yeah. easily and quickly re- recognize it would be Jewish members of the community. Yeah. And possibly um, those who support Palestine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so that, that, yeah. that is quite controversial in and of itself, um, class. Uh, yeah. Um, you finished the race. Yeah. Um, you back back to life as normal. Africans yeah. for peace. What is your next kind of step? How are you next going to highlight this issue?
0: So what we do now with Africans for Peace is that we we educate young young leaders in our high school. So we we speak to the RCS uh, representative council for the learners in the in the township schools. So we educate them about the the importance of of leadership. For example, we take them to the Holocaust and Genocide Center, we educate them about um, being a great leader and what will happen when you are irresponsible with your ways as a leader. Obviously, we, they learn about the Rwandan genocide, they learn, learn about the Holocaust and stuff like that. So we do that. And obviously on campuses, whether it's VAT, UJ, Tax, and UCT, we still open. Like what we do there, we also speak to young leaders as well. We make them to be aware of this issue. So the aim is to educate as Africans for peace. obviously we bring about we bring speakers and we, we discuss a number of issues. so but the aim is to educate so people can be aware of what's happening and also can have a, a, a like they can have an opportunity to sort of comment because it's important to get to see what people think about this topic and also what people have to say about the particular topic.
1: Yeah, well, Klaus, thank you for all that you do. Um, And it's an important, it is obviously very important work at a a grassroots level among our youth. And are they generally receptive?
0: Yeah, yeah, mainly, most of the, obviously South Africans don't wake up every day and think about Israel. Like South Africans, we have a number of issues here. Um, Our economy, we have um, uh, unemployment. We have a lot of issues that we're dealing with. So I can tell you that most of them are receptive. Most of them are willing to learn. Most of them are willing to discuss because we're we, we coming up, we're coming from a point of discussion. We're coming from a, a different point. We're not coming to attack. We're not coming to push propaganda. We open it up, tell us what you think of this. Let's have a discussion on this. We're not coming there to feed them propaganda. We, this why they are sort of willing to discuss. They're willing to engage. They're willing to attend our programs. And that's what we want. Because also they can make their own conclusions at the end end of the day. They don't have to agree with what we say. Also, we don't have to agree with what they say. And we can have different views in one room. We can end up having different conclusions in one room. And that's what we want. That's how the world should function. We can't all have one view. Everyone can actually have a different view. And that's fine.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Klaus, I was just also thinking, you know, you are going to probably rest for a few days before you start training for next year's comrades. And um, the one thing that I think the Israeli community or the Jewish community need is something visible (laughs) that's not a flag or or, or necessarily connected to any uh, thing that, you know, like our equivalent of fear. Yeah. Um, that kind of shows support, but isn't, you know, in, in a more subtle way. So hopefully you're starting to, in addition to plan your next run, plan your next idea of what kind of symbol we can I actually use. have an
0: idea. I actually have an idea. T- on top of the cap, I'm thinking of having Israeli flag pants. See the shorts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know the shorts because also they're messy with my color. So the colors are, my colors are, are, are blue and white. So, I think we can have the shots with the staff, David. Somewhere, you know, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my plan. But obviously, the next race is Soweto. Uh, we running Soweto on the sixth of November. We plan need to do well there. But also, I I want to go there with the number of people running the race with those shots. So we we were aiming to have at least thirty people running the race with the with the with the shots. At least we can have a big presence in the Soweto Marathon.
1: Uh, absolutely a fantastic idea. I will not be joining you. I will be rooting for you on the sidelines. But yeah. if anybody would like to run with you, what should they do?
0: Oh, well, you can keep in touch with me. I don't know. I should leave my number with you or I should leave my email. That's fine, yeah. So, Soweto is... Uh, we, so far, I won't be running any races. I'll be training maybe because I'm resting this week and next week from the second week of September. That's why I'm going back to training then, um, yeah, I can keep in touch with me on my number or I can leave my email. Sure, sure. Yeah. If
1: anybody would like to get hold of class, I do have all these details. And mm. yeah, class, mm. thank you for coming and literally yeah. flying the Israeli flag high. I mean, literally, <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yeah. So, well done. And thank you.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: That was Class Mokomole, the founding member of Africans for Peace, who recently participated in the ma- marathon.